Shut up and sit down. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is Tuesday night. It's news night. I got more news. It's news, news, news. How dare you insult my state? Yeah, so anyways, uh, we've got another night of news. Um, Some interesting news. Some heartbreaking news and some sports ball news. So we're going to hop right into it right after this. I'm going to do the news ad read thing because that's what pays the bills. We've got not a real podcast. You can find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Twitter, Anchor, and Spotify. All of those platforms. Not all of them are live. Some of them are later. Uh, the best way to catch our content afterwards is to go to that website right there. Uh, notarealpodcast.com. All the episodes are uploaded. To the website later on but it is not these are not youtube links so if we do go down on, on youtube uh you can still find us on the website there is this one which is take that down which is crowned by gold the third and final book in the royal green series by jack flat earth casey i'm required by legislation of a contract between myself and another person that says, I have to say this is a good book. But fuck Jack Casey. The Alaskan Raven, for all you meme needs, go check out the Alaskan Raven on Facebook. 
We've got James Tollier, Tollier for KY.com. That's T-O-L-L-E-R, the number four, KY.com. Uh, go help that man out. He's actually having to refile a lot of paperwork because they redistrict and gerrymandered the hell out of his district. So uh, go help him out. Throw some money his way and uh, show the man some good-hearted love. We've got electnallybruno.com. We've got redemptiontactical.com. Use that link right here. Uh, <clears throat> that link gets you uh access to our stuff the stuff that helps us you know so do that i'll post it here in the comments and posting in three two one fire away so see right there it is it's in the comments Oh, also go to uh, notrealpodcast.com. Get you some, uh, <coughs> excuse me, Faraday defense bags. If you want to keep people from wirelessly tapping into your stuff, get your Faraday defense bag. So, anyways, before we move on to the first segment, I did want to make an announcement. Um, a good friend of ours is leaving the network to go do their own thing. Uh, some of you may know who it is, some of you may not, uh, but Nick O'Day, the Oklahoma, he has uh, decided he wants to move on and do his own thing. Um, there are no hard feelings between us and him. We're actually probably going to work together on a lot of stuff moving forward, but that's kind of always been the goal and the design of this is that um, people will come, people will go, people will decide that they know enough or they think they know enough about doing this stuff and can move on and do it themselves. Uh, that's, that's the goal. It's not about keeping all of it here. It's about spreading it as far and as wide as we can. And he feels like moving out into his own brand, doing his own thing is how he can do that. So, uh, we wish him luck. We're going to miss him, but, uh, we'll, we'll still be in contact with him. But, uh, so Monday night, show that's why it's not been on for a little while he's been busy trying to get some other stuff going but um yeah we're uh we're, we're happy to see him spread his wings and leave the nest and uh go on to do bigger and better things and we appreciate the work and the time he spent with us so we'll see you bud but anyways let's move on to the first segment the 811 call before you dig segment because nothing is shittier than trying to bury a body because you called 811 instead of 911. Uh, if you call 911, you have to bury your dog. If you call 811, you're just burying whoever broke into your house. Nine mil, if average price of the week is 30 cents around, it's a little bit up, a little bit, not much, but a little bit. Uh, and then we've got 556, five, which is at about 46 cents around for the week. So it's about kind of what it was last week. And then the Gallery of Guns product spotlight firearm of the week is the G-Force Arms GFP-31. It is a 12-gauge uh, shotgun. It's a pump-action 28-inch barrel. 
uh, wood stock, wood pump. It's it's really nice. It's uh, GeForce makes a lot of really great shotguns for the cheap. The stuff that they make isn't insanely expensive, and it functions phenomenally. I've never had an issue with them. I own a few myself, and I highly recommend them. We can do the meme horror Mondays. I'm kidding. Yeah, but you're not. You're not kidding. We might. Well, that might be a thing we do now. That would, that would actually be a really funny show. You just getting on there high as balls and uh, higher than gas prices and just talking. That'd be hilarious. So, the first article that I'm going to cover is one that I was really excited to share tonight. So, this town in Virginia, uh, Pound, uh, it is spelled P-O-U-N-D. It is in the northwest section of Wise County, Virginia. Uh, so, Pound Town is in Wise, Virginia. And any wise person knows how to get to Pound Town. So, here is a two scale map of where Pound is. Uh, you know, if you're, if you're looking on, if you're struggling to figure out how to get to Pound Town, um, Right there is a map that shows you how to get to Pound Town. Um, so if so, if you're not in Wise or you're not that wise yourself, and you need to get to Pound Town, there there's a there's a map of how to how to get to Pound Town. And so the reason why I bring this up uh, is because we can't even have Pound Town anymore. the The state of Virginia is looking to pull a township from Pound Town. Uh, the mayor of Pound, Stacy A. Carson, describes her little slice of southwest Virginia as a small town with a big heart. When you go to when you when you when you go to Pound Town, you've gotta you gotta have a big heart. So however in recent years lawmakers have Lawmakers have depicted the town of less than a thousand as a small town with a big problem. While, while it is a small town tucked away in Wise County, Pound has always had its fair share of unflattering headlines centered around corruption and controversy. And for those reasons, Delegate Terry Kilgore has filed legislation to remove the town's charter. Yes, Virginia is supposed to be for lovers, but apparently not for Pound Town. Uh, Pound, we, I mean, for a long time, Pound Town's had a lot of problems. I mean, it, it some guys can't get there. Uh, some women have never been there. But, you know, Pound Town is an important place to American history. It is important to American culture. And we should always fight to protect Pound Town. Uh, you know, even even if there are issues, uh, Pound Town should always be preserved. Kilgore, <clears throat> Kilgore sent News Channel 11 this statement in response to House Bill 904, which he filed on Wednesday. The legislation that would remove the charter 
this is a quote from the uh, the bill, or about, uh, I'm sorry, that's from his statement. It says the town of Pound is not providing basic services. Debatable. Uh, Wise County is now providing water, sewer, and public safety for the citizens of Pound. I'd hoped officials could work together to resolve their differences, but we haven't seen progress. My genuine hope is that this serves as a wake-up call. I think I think I, I agree with that last part. This is a wake-up call. I think we should all uh, understand the problems that go on in Pound Town, and we should acknowledge those problems. Um, I don't think policing is should be a big issue in Pound Town. You know, people are different. People do what they want to do in Pound Town. Uh, let's see. While Pound has had its fair share of problems, Mayor Stacey A. Carson, who began her term as mayor in July of 2020, told, new, told News Channel 11 getting rid of the corruption within the town is the first step in moving forward. And it goes on to talk about all the issues that they've had in Poundtown, such as, uh, you know, legal actions from other counties over sewage leaks, uh, over policing issues. Um, apparently, they they have taxing issues. They ha- they have issues taxing people. They don't they're not able to do it correctly, which sounds even better. I may move to Poundtown. I may uproot my family and uh, move to Poundtown. It's, uh, I mean, if they, they're not taxing people, right? And there's no police. It sounds, Pound Town sounds pretty good to me. I mean, I don't see a problem with going to Pound Town. It goes on to talk about how, uh, the mayor, um, is working with city council people to get things organized and try to, you know, have these hopes of saving pound town and i i wish them luck you know i don't wish many politicians luck but if there is a town worth saving in the united states if there is if there is somewhere that should remain a town it should be pound town uh it let's see susan downs freeman owns the fabric house in pound town uh, which she says is the oldest and longest running business in town. It's hard. <clears throat> it's hard as a business owner to figure out how it's going to affect us as business owners. Are we going to still be able to stay? Do what we're doing now? Do we pull out? Oh, you never pull out in Pound Town. You never. It, yeah, you you don't know. You don't pull out. Uh, do we sell? Do we move? I don't want to pay double taxes, but at the same time. We don't want to lose the services that we might have left. Yes, indeed. Hashtag save pound town. Um, it's, it's, it's high time. We save pound town from the state. The state is coming for pound town and this has to be the last straw. You know, COVID people argued about, uh, you know, taxes people argue about but i think at the end of the day we can all agree i think we can all agree that we must save pound town and so if you're interested to find more about 
Poundtown. You can find this article uh, from WJHL.com. Just type in the words Poundtown. Yes, hashtag get the state out of Poundtown. We might have to make a shirt on that one. Oh, no. Hashtag save Poundtown would be far better. Yeah, hashtag save Poundtown. That's that's going to be... Yeah. Fucking mint. Yeah, but see, we can't call it Ancapistan. It's got to say called Poundtown. That's the whole that's the whole charm of Poundtown, right? Like it's Poundtown. So, we're going to go into something a little more depressing. I gave y'all a good story. Well, it's kind of a good story. Uh something was a little funny. But um So Chad Carswell, and some of you may have heard this story, Chad Carswell, who lives out in North Carolina, is in dire need of a kidney transplant. He his his kidney is uh his kidneys, apologies, are only operating at four percent. Four percent. This man is is life or death. And uh he's at four percent kidney function. Um and he is being denied surgery for a kidney transplant. They have a donor that is on standby, ready to go. They have kidneys that they can put in him and save his life. But they refuse to drop the vaccine mandate. Right now, currently, in the state of North Carolina, apparently, you have to be fully vaccinated in order to get a life-saving surgery. So a vaccine that may or may not protect your life or that may or may kill you is required to get a surgery that they know for certain he will die if he does not receive. How stupid is that? There is no guarantee that the COVID vaccine saves your life. There is no guarantee at all. But what I can guarantee you is that this man, Chad Carswell, will die without that surgery. It is more important for these doctors and these politicians to uphold this narrative that COVID vaccines are the only way to go, which we know is not true. The monoclonal antibodies treatment is proven 10 to 1 to be more effective at treating COVID than the COVID vaccine is at preventing it. But I will give this man props. Like, I will... Uh, This man is a fucking human being who has said he will die standing for what he believes. He said verbatim what he says is he will die free before getting vaccinated. And he said when they harped on him about getting the vaccine more so than getting the surgery, he knew he was screwed. He did. He knew. He knew that right then and there that he was going to die because they refused To save his life because he doesn't have a vaccine. Imagine, imagine if this story was a Middle Eastern man who was not allowed to have a liver transplant until he renounced his faith. Until he said he's no longer 
uh, a Muslim. The 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 coverage of it would be much larger. There would be outright like out out. There would be outrage nationwide, right? Like there would be people standing out in the street. I would be opposed to that. I don't think you. I don't think medical services should be tied to personal decisions. They shouldn't be. If you pay the money to get a surgery done, that is your right to have it done. But to sit there and say that you are going to let a man die of kidney failure because his kidneys are failing. They're at 4% function. That means 96% of that's not working. Because of a vaccine that is not proven to save any damn life. And yeah, he's had other health complications prior to this. Uh, He, uh, yeah, he's previously had major surgeries on his heart. And he is also a double amputee. But going through all that and dealing with all that, all those problems, they said, that's not enough. You're going to do what we tell you or you will die. And bravo to this man because he is willing to die for what he believes. And more Americans need to do that. If we, uh, if we take a stand and say our lives are not worth our freedom, living is not worth signing away the next generation's rights, we would be in a much better world today. If every generation that came before us said, freedom is not worth my life. Yeah. Giving up my freedom is not worth my life. Saving my life. However you want to say that. Y'all know what I mean. So his exact quote that he told WSOC TV was that I was born free. I will die free. I'm not changing my mind. Good fucking on you, buddy. I mean, thank God people are making a public stand against this. It's easy to sit there and go online and bitch about it. But sitting there saying, fuck you and your vaccine. I don't want your fucking kidney if this is the requirement for it. That is astronomically amazing. That That is the one of the more courageous things I've seen in a long time. Mr. Tollier says that's why a big stand for freedom is in the very near future. Yeah, Mr. Tollier is organizing uh, as one of the many organizers for uh, an event um, that will mimic what's going on in Canada with uh, the truckers protests and everything. Um, We are supposed to have him on, I believe, very soon to talk about it. So I don't want to give away too awful much. But just know that there are things going on in the background. People are taking a stand. You know, James Tollier has taken a stand. I've taken a, a small stand. I mean, it's, it's the stand I took was m- minuscule compared to other people's, like Chad Carswell. I mean, what this man is doing is throwing his life out the window to say that freedom has to stand. Someone has to stand at the gates and fight for freedom, and this man is doing it. 
A double amputee who has had major heart surgery with a failing kidney is the one doing it. Most people that, and I'll say this, a lot of libertarians will not stand that much for freedom. They'll talk about it. They'll bitch about it, whatever. But this is a real stand. This is, this is something tenable. This is something that you can look to and point to. And we can put it in history books and say, this man stood for something. He made a stand when no one else would, and he died for that position. He took that hill and fucking died on it, and good on him. I hate to see that this man is dying because he could do things. But that is the world we live in where compliance, on, uh, and not even compliance is rewarded. But compliance is compulsory. It is required. It is mandated. It is it is demanded of us by the overlords. It is demanded of us by our neighbors. It is demanded of us by everyone, and we have to say no. We have to break this mold that any authority figure can just tell you what to do because of public safety. Fuck you and your public safety. The government is the greatest public safety threat since mankind started walking on this planet. Government kills people every single day, and these are the same people that refuse to address it. <clears throat> so, Atrium Health Wake Forest Baptist policy follows the current standard of care in the United States, which is uh, to vaccinate all patients on waiting lists or being evaluated for transplant, the hospital told USA Today in a statement on Monday. The reason it is recommended is to provide protection for the patient. Transplant patients are at high risk for severe illness if they don't have pre-existing immunity prior to being transplanted. The statement continued, we understand that some patients may not wish to be vaccinated. In this case, patients can opt out to be evaluated at another transplant center. I don't know how convenient that is for this guy. He's a double amputee with major heart problems and a kidney that is or kidneys that are functioning at four percent where the fuck is he going to go i'm sure this guy is not stacked with cash after having multiple surgeries it's it's not about protecting anyone it's never been it will never be and has not been it's about compliance it's about do what we tell you or we will let you die and that's what they're saying. Do what we tell you or you will die. You would think this would be a violation of the ADA. Probably is. No, it's not. It's probably not because as soon as COVID vaccine is thrown into the mix, whoever is on the side of COVID vaccines in favor of someone doing it, it no longer matters. You could be a racist, bigoted piece of shit. But as long as you're saying you did it in favor of COVID vaccines, you get no punishment, no repercussions, nothing. You could burn down an only black gay orphanage. But you can say, as long as you say, I did it because they're not vaccinated, the media will applaud you. And that is no bullshit. This is the most insane 
like the the narratives that are coming out of this on how this guy's a coward and this and that. It's insane. It's disgusting. The man is willing to die for his principles. Most people aren't willing to die for their own family. So good on this man. You know, Chad Carswell. Good on you, bud. This is a man who I hope we remember for a long time because he fucking deserves it. So, we're going to get into better news. Tom Brady officially announced his retirement today. Uh, Apparently, there was this big issue where, once again, the news media can't report news correctly. Um, And they announced a couple days ago that he was retiring, and him and his father came out and said, no, that's a little premature. And then he came out today and said, yeah, I'm just retiring. So, Tom Brady... No longer a problem for the rest of us. We can now watch football and not deal with Tom fucking Brady. Also, if you are a Denver Broncos fan, your team is up for sale. You could potentially be the proud new owner of a mediocre NFL team out in the Midwest, the Denver Broncos. The Broncos will be the first time up for auction uh, since 2017. Former owner Pat Boland died in 2019 after a lengthy battle with Alzheimer's. Uh, A court ruling in January uh, determined a right of first refusal agreement between Bowling and Edgar Kayser is no longer valid or enforceable in any respect, clearing the way for a sale. So it does, uh, does it go into, it does not go into what they will be offering the team up for sale for. Oh, 2015, no other teams have been sold. Yeah. So, if you and your rich uh, yacht club friends would like to buy a National Football League team, they are looking for buyers. Uh, You don't have to be the sole purchaser. You can buy a I'll give them three doll hairs. Well, that might get you one thousandth of a percent. So uh, you could be a one thousandth of a percent owner in the Denver Broncos. Let's uh, let's do what we did last week. Uh, does anybody have anything they want to talk about? You know, I'm all I'm I'm open for anything. I mean, we can always go back to talking about Pound Town. I mean, I think, I think maybe we should invade Poundtown. Call it the the siege of Poundtown. Um, I've got a pickup truck. I can I can take some people to Poundtown in. We can we can it'll be it'll be our uh, Gettysburg. Well, uh, the defense of Poundtown. It'll it won't not Gettysburg the Alamo. It'll be our Alamo. The defense of, of Pound Town. Any bidders going once? Going twice. 
Well, with that, uh, I guess I'll cut it a little short tonight. Um, I've been busy doing so much other crap. So I do apologize for the short episode tonight. I just, I actually have a meeting in about 30 minutes. I got to attend. I, uh, there is no sleep for the libertarians and I don't sleep. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate y'all stopping by. Um, let's get out there. Hashtag save pound town. Let's see. Make shirts that say Virginia is for lovers. Hashtag save pound town. That would start a conversation. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, tune in tomorrow night while when uh, Mr. Master William, because he's fancy like that, and Mr. Brexton interview a good friend of ours, Travis Bull Johnson. This will be his return to the network. It will be the second time he's been on the show. Awesome dude. Great dude. He uh, does great work. He's running a great campaign, I think. Don't know much about it. But I'm going to say it does because he's awesome like that. Um, but yes. Go tune in tomorrow night on this channel. 7 p.m. Eastern Freedom Time. Tune in Thursday night. What do we got Thursday? Who we got Thursday? Uh-oh. We got another Tennessee boy on tomorrow on Thursday night. Nick Sawwall will be on the show Thursday night to to hang out with us. So tune in for that Thursday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Freedom Time. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hashtag save pound town. Good night and good liberty. <laughs>